0: Welcome to today's episode of Unpolluted, the early podcast, which focuses on sharing inspiring stories of change makers and experts while offering insights into their lives and their dedication to make an impact. I'm Peter McGarry, the founder of the Earth Foundation, and I'm joined today by my colleague Cora McGarry. Cora, how are you?
1: I'm great, thank you. How are you?
0: Very good. Who are we talking to today?
1: Today, we are talking to Karen, who is one of our Earth Prize 2023 finalists and part of Hemi, oh, Team Hemi Change. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Okay. Well, I would like to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker. And this is a question that Sarah has always said in podcasts, and it's one of my personal favorites, and it's something that I want to you know, continue in all podcasts. It's really interesting so basically what is your guilty pleasure what is the thing that you know you you secretly love and you don't always tell people something a little bit strange a little bit special Mm. um i'm going am i going first (laughs) yes yeah you're going first (laughs)
2: um i'm not guilty about it but but like the amount of pleasure I get from it is is guilty. Uh it's ice cream. Like um, like I eat a lot of ice cream, like a kid. Like even two times a day, three times a day, and every day. Yeah. Now that I'm in states, I got to get, I get to meet many other flavors of ice cream, and yeah, I eat a lot of ice cream.
0: I love it. Me too. <laughs> what is what is your favorite flavor? Then that's an important question.
2: Uh. So. I've, i i got to eat something called like cookie though and it's 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 something that i found in the states uh it wasn't something like that in turkey yeah i loved it a lot
0: <laughs> love it so karen you as you said you grew up in turkey can can you yeah. tell tell everybody what what and you didn't grow up in istanbul you grew up on the east of the country right so what what was that like to grow up there
2: um um, so I grew up in a city called Diyarbakir. It's in the east Turkey, as you mentioned. So um, it's not as met- metropol as like um, Istanbul. Um, it's kind of um, it's it's a very um, diverse city with like uh, many Kurdish, Armenian, uh, Syrian, Turkish, uh, like all of that people living in there, and um, it's kind of um it, it kind of lacks opportunities and um places to foster your curiosity and like um thankfully when i was in high school i had a, a very beautiful community that sought to um, create opportunities and seek opportunities and like um work they worked uh, very hard to um express themselves in science and humanities so like even though the area where i live uh, was um, like a bit hard to express yourself in science. Uh, the community I had was was like a total um, like luck.
0: That's fantastic, and you know you, if I'm right, you somebody who really likes maths and science. They they were your your go to subjects in high school.
2: Yes. <laughs> um. So I plan to major in neuroscience. Uh, if I um, like if I um, kind of make it, uh, I want to have an uh, AI track of it um, to do research and like understand the interventions of robots and like artificial intelligence and brain and how we can um, understand diseases, but also like our ways of being um, through like uh, artificial intelligence.
0: Okay,
1: Wow. And how did you discover about neuroscience and how did you decide that that was what you want to major in? Was it something in school, teachers, your own research? Mm.
2: Um, like that was like the question that I answered the most last year because I applied to college. Uh, <laughs> I'm not as practiced as I was right now, so I'll try my best. Um so um, I think seeing how systems work and are interrelated got me interested in brain, which um, kind of reflects all the systems inside. So like uh, our ways in our ways of being in micro levels and like how we respond um, to the um, interactions say it with nature or other people and like um all of this these um got to be very similar uh, in um so the interactions of neur- between neurons like even how we forget like as a society and as a person are exactly the same and um like the mechanisms are like very much the same it's kind of like social cycle, psych- social psychology and neuroscience but still um, like society, like noticing society is a brain, and like, and um, and that like understanding brain can unlock um how um how we are in different levels got me interested in this. It's a bit complicated answer. I'm so sorry about that, but that's yeah. what I go for. <laughs> that's
0: okay. That's okay. So you obviously have finished high school in Turkey now and right now you're you're in in harvard but but this fall you you're going to start studying in in Stanford right
2: yes so,
0: um.
2: yeah. tell tell us
0: about that tell us about like leaving your home leaving you know the town where you grew up, leaving your country mm. like it must be nerving it must be very nervous
2: it's such an experience I have to say it's such an experience um so let me tell about like the setting right now. So I go to Stanford, and Stanford is a carter system, uh, which like uh, which makes the school starts around like like it's late September, and it's currently um, September one, uh, like in the, in the beginning of September. And I made my way to Harvard um, to see some professors and friends and like. Understand Harvard's culture and um, like explore myself in a different place before I make our way to like LA to our beautiful event or magical event. and um, and like leaving home, it's it's very complicated uh, because I've never been this far from home. It's my first time in the states, like it's my first time being this far, and. And I'll go to, like, even more far, like, to, like, the other side of the world, uh, to San Francisco, Stanford. And um, I feel very empowered. I feel very um, lucky to be here. And I feel very independent. Like, before leaving, uh, I had, like, very complex feelings about, like, I'm going to miss here. And, like, um, I've always been this person. I've always woke up to this life. Even though I like put my effort to make it better every day, but it, the setting and like the general aspects of it were the same. Um, and like now, I I wake up to uh, a completely different life, and in this life, I can get to choose like everything I, every role I get to have. It's 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 very beautiful.
0: It sounds amazing. How how hard is it to go from where you grow up and end up at Stanford? Like, how much work did you have to do? You know, I'm I'm sure it wasn't easy.
2: It really isn't. It really isn't. Um, like, I think of, I think about like my 14 year old self who just started high school, and like she had no idea about what to do, and like starting an education abroad was. N- um was even far than a dream. And um like I got to I got to prove a lot of work and I didn't know like where this work uh was leading me into. Uh because like when you studied to a test or when you took a path that you kind of had an idea about, like that someone some other people that went to law schools or like some other stories that you've heard of. You kind of at least have a grasp of what's going to happen, but I didn't get to have that, like, because in my area, no one go, no one got to go, um, those places when I started high school. So, um, I put a lot of work, like days and nights, and um, a lot of emotional swings, and um, and it's I think more of efforts, like, I like. I get to ask, like, why, why, like, how did it happen? And, like, um, I don't want to answer, like, um, I did a lot of research. I got to meet a lot of people or I attended many competitions. Um, yeah, it's things, but it's like, the outside perspective of it. But, like, the more that of it was the effort and, like, cherishing learning itself. And I think that's what I sought to do
0: i love that cherishing learning yeah great great line
1: so Mm -hmm. something that i'm super super interested in and it's it's kind of on the topic of choosing to go to the us to uni was how you chose to do the earth prize because obviously you know you were a finalist so you did very well in it so i want to know how did you discover the earth prize how we
2: discovered the earth prize also tells a lot about my school and how it is so i think some of like um some of the um freshmen like um told us about oh, it and yeah. it's like there's this there's this competition it's about sustainability and like they have very beautiful values and like we can even go to switzerland and we were like oh my god like how can this ever happen uh and we just searched all of like all the pages in the web like as a school, like um like all the people from different classes we we like we uh, I think attend the we schedule the call and like look through it and um and like we this we try to understand the nature and nurture of the like dark prize and so forth and how we can like form teams, attend this. Can we make it? It will be hard. Uh at least the team it's like, what if a team wins our prize and what if a team becomes a finalist and we got to dream all of this and uh, we formed teams and our the teams that we formed were very much complex like they had like a team had like a freshman sophomore junior senior and so forth and um, and that like we took this journey as a school and like one one of those freshmen found and like we decided to took this journey as a school and like two teams became finalists. A team became a winner. So like the winner team the lava is actually in our school. And it's I think the power of dreaming and like maybe dreaming together. Mm -hmm. And uh it's it's very close to my heart that we put all of the all of this effort together because yeah, like none of the applications also were not done alone. I mean I got to I got to like um, brainstorm with the lava and like me hey, change ask questions to the lava like the finalist team and like the winner team. Yeah it's 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 a work of interaction, it's a work of um, exploring together
1: and yes, yeah, streaming. It's an amazing sense of community. It's, it's really nice. Yes. <laughs> so-
0: Karen, I was very fortunate I was able to meet the, the winning team um, from your school here in Switzerland when they came to visit uh, the Velar uh, Symposium. And, you know, I, I got to talk to them. And one of the things they said which struck me was, you know, they said they could see a lot of effects of environmental degradation and change, you know, in, in, in the neighborhood in, in that part of Turkey. And I, I'm curious, you know, if that's something you've witnessed as well, or something you've, you know, are aware of.
2: Mm, yes, it is. I think it's about like um, so, like understanding and hearing nature is is an act like of focus. focus. Like man, you put your attention to it, you see it. But like in the last few years, I think it's it got the voice got so high and wild that. You don't really need to put your attention to it because it screams, and that's like, say it the heat. Um, like it was insanely hot in uh, my area. That like people um, people told a lot about how their crops were affected from it, and also like there are two rivers um, in our um, area, and I get to see how um like how how much it gets like less and less the the amount of water i mean and it's yeah the weather the uh the water and um yes it gets harder and harder
0: yeah i i think a lot of people are in that camp where the evidence becomes more and more overwhelming you know with mm-hmm. time. Okay, so let let's go back to your team Hemi Change. So the name HEMI is it comes from a plant, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, right?
2: Exactly, exactly.
0: So t- tell us about what, what the idea was and, 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 and anything else you can tell us about
1: it. And what inspired it as well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay.
2: So it's about it's like the, our project is about our area so like it's good that like we got to ask these questions like one or fourth, and so the name hemi change comes from hemi hemicellulose which is um one of two main components of the bioplastic that we uh, created as a team uh in our local in a lab of our local university and the plastic hemi- is hemi- it's made of hemi- like um Glycerol and hemicellulose. and like those those two components are obtained from some local um, crops in our region that are um, like kind of a landmark here, like watermelon and, and soybeans, and um, so like we we get all we get these two. Um, we get these two substances from like the crops and like we, um, we get it to the lab and like we created a bioplastic and what's good with bioplastic, this bioplastic is that one, it helps um, the agriculture, like local agriculture. It kind of like supports it. And two, um, it's biodegradable. Like nothing, nothing is better than the biodegradable product. And like three, it's, it it's it's very durable and for it's it's it has found to have no um side effects for human use and it's hundred percent healthy and we did all the analysis and the work, uh, in lab to see um how it interacts and like how what are the pH le- levels and so forth. Yes, that's that's our project.
0: Wow, Who? I'm really curious. You know how you come up with an idea to turn the local crops into a bioplastic mm. like was that is that a teacher who says maybe we should test this is that one of you is that you know i'm how because like, it seems very very uh, advanced
2: oh thank you for that. Thank you for saying that and like thinking about the steps and as far as I remember um we we researched um like the plastic and like plastic pollution. I, I told about the rivers like Bijelj and Frot rivers um in in my city city like um we get to see how polluted the area is like extremely polluted and like recycling rates here are comparatively very low and like if a plastic is used there's a high probability that it stays in the nature and. And like, why don't we find a plastic that is from nature and for nature? And um, it brought us to the idea of using something from nature. And uh, we decided to um, have the components from our area, so that we could support the area as well, and so that we can use um, like our resources um, to be sus- as sustainability providers and. Um, we like, uh, research like components of um the local um, crops in the area, and like we kind of made a list and brought it to professors uh, in our um, like local university, DJ university, and um we kind of research how those um, components can interact and if they can form a bioplastic. And we did tests. We tried different uh, materials. Uh, we failed a lot. Um, we spent a lot of time in the lab. And we ended up finding a plastic that is durable, that is for nature, that is from nature, and that is from us as well.
0: Fantastic. That's and then I just want to ask one more question on this so you you're obviously you know left you've graduated um, but there were there was a freshman in your team will will they keep the project going you know will somebody at the school and uh, try and advance it further or w- what will happen there
2: I think like this is first it is a fantastic question thank you very much for uh, asking this and uh, I think like this is one of the best um, best ways of having a mixed team uh, because like when we get to a different areas of our lives uh, we can still improve the project i mean uh, i'll go to stanford i'll get to meet people maybe in um, like the Art school of sustainability or maybe the, the class that i take or like anyone i'll get to meet people i'll get to meet ideas and when i'm doing that there are also people in our school that still like. Um, thinks about these ideas and still is in the area that gets to see the impact and the, um, the changes. And um, like we can make our like um, stages of our life, like interacted to um, feed the project itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the answer is yes.
0: <laughs> great, uh, that's a great answer. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Something that I'm really interested in with like all the different teams in the Earth Prize, I'm really passionate about leadership and different styles and learning about it. And so I was wondering within your team, did you take on specific roles? Was there someone, you know, who it was like the, the manager, there was someone in charge of like coordinating everything, the labs, or was it just a continuous group effort? And if there were different roles, what was your role? I found myself led by freshmen. <laughs> <laughs> I really
2: did. Um, so so tell about the dynamics of it. Um, I was applying to for college so, and i also applied like 22 colleges at the time like i was doing regular applications i applied to a lot of college and yeah and i had time but i didn't have the time to understand the flow and the dynamics so, um uh, but like I, I i like i got to see um what we what we need and what will be good to uh like to add the project but like I, I, I couldn't I couldn't find myself like maybe I don't want to say enough but like uh in a position to lead, um and I was lucky that I had people that um that um led in the different areas and um took initiative whenever needed. So uh, I'll, name, I'll name my teammates here um to while well, I'm telling the stories um. So like uh, when it's something technical, I found like he, it's going to lab and um, like spending hours in there and like we we, we we did other different things. And like when we then like say like team um, kind of like separated in an idea. So other showed up and like brought all of us together. She's a junior and like brought us into a table and like no we can do this like i think your idea is good but why don't we like shift it into this way that also has say it better Hans' idea as well so like um in different places people took different initiatives and like we got to understand like each other's strengths and weaknesses and like that's where i think the collaboration
1: came and like the leadership kind of was enough love I like that a lot. It's it's really important to have people with different strengths and weaknesses in a team, and I, your success in the Earth Prize has definitely shown that and how impactful it was. Thank you very much.
0: So, Karen, uh, I'm very curious. You're at Harvard, and you're you you said you were visiting professors. Tell us about. Yeah. What, what I remember visiting Harvard, but I wasn't visiting professors. I was just walking around like a tourist. Yes. You know how how do you get these people to talk to you? You know, tell tell us more about you know your experience there.
2: It's it's very beautiful. I feel insanely lucky, and I feel the magic all around. And it's also like uh, um, like freshmen are coming to campus and i can see their excitement as well to come to harvard and they're also very much nervous uh it's 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 very good it's very good so for the professors um okay like throughout high school i i kept emailing professors about the ideas i had and also like from like the competitions and programs i was um, I I found myself um, in a contact with them as well, and I think it's very important to um, give back to a relate to an interaction. I mean, it's it's not just like we, of course, we're touching each other's life and lives, and it's very beautiful. But it's also good to nurture it back whenever we can, and we, it's it's I think very important, and so. Even the people that I met in the early early years of high school, I got to see some of them here in their own place with their own students. So I I'll I'll tell like a specific story. Uh I met Jananda Devran. So she is a Turkish researcher and she's I think in my opinion like one of the most impactful um like Turkish scientists um, alive maybe like of all times um, her research is um, like focused on biotech in general uh, she's at MIT in media lab and prior to coming here we got in contact and like I I just um, wanted, I just shared that I want to see her. And yes, like a couple of days ago, we saw her, we went to her lab and like, lab was magical. It was so MIT, like tech was everywhere and um, we went to her lab and like she shared some of her insights and like, I think one of the key points that she shared was that you'll get to be successful. Like if you like brought yourself to here. And you'll get to be successful. And I think it's not the deal anymore. The deal is to have principles that are connected to your heart, that are connected to your soul, and like reflecting those principles to the work that you do. And because it's not about getting the work done anymore, like AI can do it as well. But the heart and the things that we share is what brings us more forward and so we met her on the so it was magical and like today i'm going to join a volleyball match and like she'll come to watch the match as well like she'll come to the game so good like it's a harvard game and we're going to the game together with her
0: wow yeah. I, <laughs> you could really sense your yeah your are what a, what an exciting journey you're you just started off in, yeah. in the united states so next weekend, you and I, we're going to meet in person in L.A. Now, I've never been to L.A. before. Have, have, have you been to L.A.?
2: No, it's my first time in States as well.
0: Okay, so <laughs> I have to ask you, we're, we're both going to be at um, one of the Earth Prize Ambassadors event. It's a premiere and of Louis Schwartzberg's uh, latest documentary. Have you watched any of Louis' um, work Uh
2: Twice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like I'm insanely excited excited. Yeah. Like I can't feel the excitement all over my body. And I I can feel that it will be so magical. Like so magical. I'm so excited for the event.
0: I think it's gonna be a pretty special event. And I think as well you're gonna meet another finalist which is Sabrina, uh who mm-hmm. spoke to recently and I think you're gonna get on great with her. She's a really, uh, yeah, she has the same passion that you have and uh, also very, uh, yeah, very uh, exciting uh, young lady. So it's going to be a fun event.
2: Yes, I can't I can wait to see you in person and meet you and talk no, to you. It's,
0: it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So, I, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, growing up in Turkey, high school and the, and the prizes you've entered and, and been successful with, and now your amazing adventure. Bigger picture, and this is a tough question, obviously, but what do you want to do in the long term? Like, you know, you mentioned before we started recording neuroscience and AI, and these things are incredibly exciting, but you know, what's Karen going to be doing in 10 years' time? Have you any idea, any hopes, or dreams?
2: Uh, okay. Um, I want to keep the all oh, like. The of I feel when I learn, the of I feel when I get to meet people. Right. Um, I want to keep the of and I want to um, be as close as I can be to being human and to my heart. Yeah, that's beautiful.
0: That is very beautiful. <laughs> that is an amazing answer, Cora. Unless you've got any more questions, I think we could wrap it I'm up. Done. There. Okay, so. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Unpolluted. We hope these captivating stories of change makers and experts have inspired you, shedding light on their incredible journeys and unwavering commitment to creating a lasting impact. Thank you for being part of the Unpolluted community and stay tuned. And thanks to our guest, Karen, and the best of luck in uh, future endeavors. And I will see you next weekend, Karen. Thanks, Cora.
2: Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye.